fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, bang, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up. All the bands, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Ah, uh, you motherfuckers. You dirty-ass motherfuckers. You sadistic, animal-ass motherfuckers. I know why you're tuning into this shit here. You want to see a man broken. You want to see him uh, in pieces and shambles. And luckily for you, the Whiskey Sick Podcast, the very foundation of the podcast, is giving the people what they want. So I stand before you. A shattered man, broken, lowest common denominator, cellar dwelling. It's over, y'all. I have been defeated deep down to the very core of me. Y'all saw what I saw this weekend. Complete fuckery, tomfoolery, uh, fiddle-faddle, skullduggery, kibosh. Hullabaloo, bamboozled, I was flabbergasted. Complete malarkey, cattywumpus. I was flummoxed. Uh, just saw a complete uh, periwinkle, kerfunkle, poppycock, balderdash. We were lambasted. Flim-flammed. God-smacked. There's nothing more to say. We were fucked by the NFL, by the refs once again. There's no way around it. There's nothing you can do. There's no uh, uh, alternative route you can take. We were done in. By the motherfucking refs. Uh, by, by Jason Garrett. We never had a motherfucking chance. Fucking tripping call. Not once, but twice. Twice. Two tripping calls. And you know what? Fuck the intros. You ain't getting no fucking intro. You know what the fuck this is. This is episode 90. Whiskey Sick Podcast. You know who the fuck I am. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. And I got to start this shit off getting in asses, eating ass on a Tuesday morning, eating ass before noon. Should be against the law. I'm over here eating ass like it's happy hour. Motherfuckers come out here calling tripping penalties. What the fuck was a trip? Mike Piera, whatever the fuck his goddamn name is, comes on the TV and starts talking about, uh, 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 he lifted his leg. My man Troy Aikman said, the fuck is wrong with you, homie? In order to move as a human being, you have to lift your leg, Mike Piera. Walk your ass to go take a shit. You have to lift your motherfucking leg. Of course you do, motherfucker. 
fuck you mean he, had, he lifted his leg? How the fuck is lifting your leg a trip? Homie fell on his goddamn own. You notice it's, uh, it's fucking raining? Mike Pierrieria? Did you notice that? Did you notice it's muddy outside? Did you see everybody slipping every period, every snap of that motherfucking game? If what you called on Travis Frederick after we got the first down on the under two minutes, if that was a trip, then no game. We should be stuck in week one, game one of every motherfucking game because every single play is a motherfucking penalty. You getting penalties for walking? You throwing flags for walking? Ending games on walking penalties? And then you got the audacity, the unmitigated gall to come on here and act like we ain't watching in super slow motion the motherfucking replay? Like we can't see for our motherfucking selves? We Helen Keller over here all the motherfucking sudden? Troy Aikman finally coming to the, to the, to the aid of the Dallas Cowboys. Even, even Troy Aikman finally had enough. He broke. He broke during the, bo- the, during the broadcast. And if you don't know about Troy Aikman, all-time, three-time Super Bowl champion for my Dallas Cowboys. But he's always, he's always lambasted by Cowboys fans because whenever he does a game, he's, uh, he's, he's super unbiased. He's the opposite. He's talking shit about them D-boys. Slide of hands. David Copperfield behind the back shit. Every, every broadcast. But this time, this time he couldn't take no more. He said, fuck that. I'm waving my D-boy flag. Jason Garrett kicking a motherfucking field goal with six minutes left to make the score. Thir- it's 13 to six. You're down seven. You haven't sniffed. There's, there's 30 mile an hour winds and you haven't caught a fucking whiff of the goddamn end zone all goddamn day. Now you're within 11 yards. Fourth and seven. Not even fourth and goal. Fourth, fourth and fucking seven. You can still get a goddamn first down at the five yard line. And you motherfucker, you kick a fucking field goal and make it a four point game. You fell second grade. You fell out of second grade. You don't understand math. You still need a field goal no matter what. I mean, you still need a touchdown no matter what. And you haven't ever gotten back. You haven't gotten that close to the end zone all game. It took you six minutes left in the game to get that far. You honestly think the odds of going 80 yards, which ended up being 93 yards again, all the way to the end zone and scoring a touchdown is better than you getting a touchdown, a first down and a touchdown right then at that moment, Jason Garrett? Really? You trust your team to go 93 yards in under two minutes and score a touchdown, but you don't trust them to score a touchdown from the 11-yard line with six minutes left. That's what the fuck you're telling me? When you haven't even sniffed the motherfucking end zone all day and you kick a worthless, meaningless, loser-ass motherfucking field goal, you bitch you. You son of a fucking bitch you. This is some goddamn bullshit. Troy Aikman's on there begging this motherfucker. Begging this motherfucker. The fuck is you doing, homie? That's what he said. He said, fuck is you doing? Kicking a motherfucking field goal right now. You out your motherfucking mind. Everybody on that sideline. Somebody, you got a mutiny, homies. This got to be some, 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 uh, um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean shit. I don't know. Fucking mutiny against this motherfucker. Tie his ass up. Ball gag him. Shove his ass in the motherfucking back. Haul his ass out of that motherfucker. Somebody else start calling this shit. Start calling these shots. Can't let this motherfucker just run you into a motherfucking glacier. Into a fucking iceberg and Titanic that shit. You on the Titanic seeing that shit go straight to the motherfucking, into a motherfucking glacier. You running up in that captain's nest and duffing that motherfucker out and taking hold of that wheel and turning that shit due north. Y'all just sitting here letting this motherfucker ride you right in, right into the motherfucking ground. I blame all you pussies on the sideline. These motherfuckers can't even get a punt off. Got a punt blocked. Tried to punt three times. They had to punt three times because they had three consecutive penalties on a punt, which negated a, a punt inside the 10-yard line, and instead they got the ball at the 40, which ended up in a field goal. 
motherfuckers, these dudes are so goddamn uh, uh, down syndromed. Trying not to say the R word, y'all. They're so down syndromed. We kicked it. We had just kicked into the wind. Our kicker couldn't kick the ball past the 15 yard line. Now we switched fields. Now they're going into the wind. What do our guys do on the kickoff? They stand in the motherfucking end zone. Troy Aikman saying, what are you doing standing in the end zone, motherfucker? Stand up on the 15-yard line. It's not going to make it to the end zone. They're kicking in the 30-mile-an-hour winds, homie. The fuck are you doing? What happens? They kick it to the 15-yard line, and the ball bounces all over the motherfucking field, and we end up with the ball inside the 10-yard line. It's moron shit. Retard shit. Fuck it. I said it. What the fuck do you want from me? How much can a man take? I don't want to hear about uh, all these other bullshit-ass franchises. We ain't them. Well, how do you think Jets fans feel? How do you think Bears fans... Fuck them! That's how I feel. Fuck them! You ain't the D-Boys. You ain't them boys, homie. We are. We still America's team. Losing every motherfucking week. This motherfucker kicking field goals. This motherfucker, they just, they, they, they come on here, Gronkowski at halftime's talking about when, when, when we get ready for a game in the rain with Bill Belichick, this motherfucker's bringing out hoses and spraying Tom Brady down and the ball down to practice like they're in the motherfucking rain so he can get used to throwing a wet ball. What do the Cowboys do to prepare? Refuse to play in the rain. We go soft. We'll give these motherfuckers mittens and hand warmers and, and little earmuffs and shit and send them indoors and practice in perfect conditions so that when we come out, Dak doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He doesn't know how to throw a fucking ball. I'm over here telling this motherfucker to put some fucking uh, a pine tar in his hands, some, some, some gloves. It takes till uh, almost half time to realize that you need to put some gloves on. You should have came out in this bitch doing your little, your little hip, uh, hips don't lie, uh, Shakira bullshit ass dance you do before the fucking game. Wearing them motherfucking gloves, them isotoners, those OJ Simpsons. If it doesn't fit gloves, Dak Prescott, something. Rubber gloves. The, the proctologist, finger up the booty hole, prostate, prostate exam gloves. Some kind of motherfucking gloves. I don't give a fuck. If you're allergic to them gloves. To them rubber gloves. I don't give a fuck. Put them on. We out here losing games. To, we should have fucking won. Despite all of that fuckery. All that skullduggery. Despite it all. We should have won that fucking game. And we didn't. And I'm sitting here. I, can't, I had half a mind. I wasn't going to show my motherfucking face around here, y'all. I wasn't going to show my face around. I, I, I was, I was going to pack up. I was going to hide. I was going to find a little hidey hole. Stick my little fucking head up in head up in that motherfucking hole. And then I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to come out tomorrow, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. It was worse than this. I, I tried. I did about 20 minutes, and I had to turn that shit off. I tried. I tried to come uh, right after the motherfucking game, the day after, while the motions were still uh, uh, raw, seeping with blood and pus. And I said, no, I got I to gotta clear my head. 48 hours later, I'm still the same motherfucking way. How the fuck does this motherfucker have a goddamn job if any of us, you motherfuckers working at Sprouts, Trader Joe's, uh, Jimbo's, um, Target, Walmart, if you had this kind of incompetency like the refs have, like J Jason Garrett has, you'd be fired. You wouldn't make it out of your little probation period. You wouldn't make it out of your 90-day probation period. Your ass would be back in the unemployment line if you were as incompetent as the referees are on every NFL game, as, as incompetent as Jason Garrett is every, father, every motherfucking game, every motherfucking year. This guy's on some stupid shit. Your motherfucking asses be collecting uh, 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 EBT, food stamps. If you were this incompetent at your motherfucking job. Fired. Gone. Not this motherfucker. I'd have had his ass. His ass would have been catching the motherfucking Greyhound home. No, no fucking, no showers. You, you showering at the, at the Flying J, Loves, Pilot, Travel America, Extended Stay America, whatever the fuck you want. But you ain't, you ain't hopping on this motherfucking plane, homeboy. Take your motherfucking ass on that Greyhound. Catch yourself a motherfucking uh, uh, 
across the United States Uber. You ain't getting on this motherfucking plane. I don't know you, homie. Show me your credentials. It still would have been been shit canned at halftime. Much less be able to take the field on Thursday. Here we go again on Thursday. I'm telling you right now, homies. Now I told you, I told you if we lost to the Vikings two weeks ago, how pissed off I was about that fucking shit. I said it was over if we lost that game. And I came back even after winning the Lions and I told you it's over. In my heart, I didn't want to believe it. And I held out hope. There is no hope now. The Eagles have easy ass schedule. All the easy games that the Cowboys had at the beginning of the year are now backloaded for the Eagles. They won't lose another game, including beating our ass. And the Cowboys will, and I can guarantee this. I can promise you this. Uh, Gecko Stradamus this shit right now. The Cowboys will lose on Thanksgiving to the Bills. 100%. Then, and if and only then, and I'm good with it. I'm good with it because I'm willing to sacrifice this season right now. Because it doesn't matter if we won the division, we're not. The Eagles will go undefeated the rest of the year, even as shitty as they are, as whack as Carson Wentz is. And they'll, they'll inch into the motherfucking playoffs and we'll be out. And you know what? In the end, I'm willing to sacrifice that because getting in uh, 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 this shitty-ass team into the playoffs and losing in the first round doesn't mean a fucking thing. I'd rather just miss the fucking playoffs and 100% guarantee that Jason Garrett's ass is out the motherfucking door. He's finally got one ass cheek chilling. Chilling on the outside, catching frostbite. Finally. Finally, Jerry Jones comes out and and, and reprimands this motherfucker. Takes a paddle to that ass. Y'all youngsters out there, you don't don't know, but your boy Gecko, I'm up there. You know, I've been around. I'm an 80s baby. Back in the day, you used to get sent to the principal's office. They had a bat, a a little paddle with holes in it. They could spank you. Corporal punishment, that's what that shit was called. They could spank you in school. Your neighbor could slap you upside your motherfucking head. Corporal punishment. Finally, Jerry Jones busted out the fucking paddle with the little holes and took it to Jason Garrett's little ass, made it red. Made it red like his fucking hair, like his little, little, little fucking fire crotch pubes. He matched everything. The crepes, to the, 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 the drapes to the curtains. All red. He asked Jason Garrett, what do you think about this? What do you think about this game? What does he say? The same shit. You could play Jason Garrett's speech from every fucking game ever as a Cowboys head coach, and they're all the fucking same. Oh, we just got to move on. We just got to move on. You should be sounding like me right now, Jason Garrett. You should be in there eating ass, double fisting, bib on, getting in these motherfuckers' ass. Instead, you accept this shit. You accept this this moron shit. You letting these fools uh, hang out around the the, 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 the little uh, moron juice cooler and, and sip on that shit all day before games. That's some motherfucking bullshit. This team is six and five. They have the most talent of any team, any team. Look at that motherfucking roster. That shit's loaded. The only person, the only person who's been worth the damn this year is Dak. I don't give a fuck what you say. Ain't no quarterback, not not little uh, Action Jackson last night, you know, in, in, in L.A. in a nice 70 degree. We, we rocking down here in SoCal, homies. This, this, this shit is not ass-napkin territory no more. The advisory is now a green advisory warning. But it, it's, it's nice and cool and chilling out here. It wasn't a fucking monsoon. There's no fucking quarterback in the league. You saw Tom Brady out there eating ass too, getting his ass eaten. He looked like dog shit, too. Both quarterbacks looked like dog shit, and you knew they were going to look like dog shit. So what did you have to do to win this game? Run the fucking ball. Now, Zeke hasn't been running the ball very well, has he? But he was yes, uh, he was on Sunday. He had 80 yards on 20 carries, and, and some other ones, some other nice catches. He had over 120 yards from scrimmage. Pollard was running the ball, so what did we do? We decided to drop Dak back and run 20-yard fucking routes. In the fucking rain. And try to throw in a fucking monsoon. And watch these balls get caught up in the rain. And, and dripped off like Mary Poppins into the fucking atmosphere. Some stupid ass shit. I'm done. Fuck them. You, you heard my goddamn prediction. It's over. The Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys go 8-8 eight and eight to finish the season. They miss the fucking playoffs. Eagles win the division. Get their bitch asses. Uh, all kinds of beat the fuck up in the first round of the, of, of the playoffs. They ain't shit either. 
But this division is so goddamn sad. I wouldn't even be surprised if they went 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven and won this shit. Fuck, man. What else do we have in the NFL? I mean, it's, it's fucking, it's nitty-gritty now. It's down to the nitty-gritty. It's, it's that time of the year for the NFL season, man. You're seeing which teams are, are, are dope and which teams are whack. Ravens, dope. 49ers, dope. Cowboys, whack. Rams, whack as fuck. Opened up a fucking ass-eating buffet like a Vegas-style buffet last night. Got their ass eaten. First come, first serve, unlimited, till closing. Action Jackson out there fucking doing work, son. Jared Goof is a fucking moron. Mo-ron. Ben done tell you this shit. Can't, he's trash. He got $130 million. And he ain't even the employee of the month and he got a motherfucking $130 million fucking dollars. Ain't that some motherfucking shit? We had the uh, aftermath of the uh, Miles Garrett situation. I think everybody in the world was wondering how long until this motherfucker said that uh, Mason Mason Rudolph dropped the N-word. Unfortunately, this dude, it took him a week to decide that uh, Mason Garrett said uh, the N-word. We ain't buying it. Uh, We're canceling after the 30-day trial period, homie. We just window shopping. We ain't fucking buying it. No soliciting. Try next door, Miles Garrett. You in a a, a, a little court proceeding that you thought was sealed off, no media allowed, and you thought the testimony was not going to be heard by anybody, so you decided to play the only card you had left to try to reduce your sentence, and you came with that weak shit. That weak shit, homie. Now, I get it. You can't record everything on the field, but nobody. You You think that, homie, you think that rough rider... Marquise Pouncey would would have had uh, uh, Mason Rudolph's back if he heard that motherfucker yell the N word. He'd have turned. He'd have taken. He'd have beat you upside the head. He'd have kicked you, taking your helmet off, and beat the shit out of Rudolph too. He might have tag teamed with you. Might have been some intercontinental fucking tag team championship going down if that happened. You know goddamn well that didn't happen. None of that shit happened. Fabricated. You did the one thing to make this shit worse. You did the one thing, the one thing in this universe that you could have made it worse. What's worse, saying the N word or being or accusing somebody of saying the N word when they didn't? I don't know. You get duffed the fuck out if you say the N word as a white dude. You get duffed the fuck out, deservedly so. You should get duffed the fuck out for accusing somebody of using the N word when they didn't. You should you should get instantly duffed out. This motherfucker doubling down after that had no idea it would be leaked. It got leaked. Now he's like, oh, shit. He didn't say that shit. You know goddamn well you didn't, he didn't say that shit. Everybody I've seen on TV, the Shannon Sharps, the, the, the Harrison, uh, all these dudes, that shit didn't happen. All of them. I never heard the N-word be called in, in, in a game. All of them saying that shit. Doesn't mean it didn't happen because it didn't happen to them. I get it. But it didn't happen, Miles Garrett. Uh, now they're calling him uh, Miles Smollett. Uh, Miles Smollett with the uh, fabricated uh, bullshit uh, said the N-word, so I, I went fucking crazy. Nah, you beat him upside the head with your fucking shit because you can't hold your temper. That's all it is. And you know what? I said it last, uh, last week. If you would have just tossed that helmet into the fucking into the stands and just duffed him out with your hands, everything would be okay. You'd be playing in, in three games. Fisticuffs. Just regular old fisticuffs. If you would have just punched him in his face, everything would have been all right. But no. If that homie actually said the N-word, that would have been the first thing out of your motherfucking mouth when you got interviewed. I did it because this motherfucker called me the N-word, so I duffed his ass out. That would justify it. Not really, you know, busting him upside the head, but at least we could understand the rage. You wrote him a fucking letter. A little diary uh, entry. Ripped out of your Mead notebook and mailed it to him, put a stamp on it and shit. You didn't mention any of that. I ain't writing, if, if I'm a black man, I ain't writing no kind of apology letter to no motherfucker that called me the N-word. Ever. That's like Mason Rudolph now writing him a, 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 a fucking I'm sorry letter, apology letter. I ain't sending no apology letter to no motherfucking buddy that accused me of saying the N-word when I didn't, when I know goddamn well I didn't. 
Now, you don't need a body to convict somebody of murder. And you don't need hard evidence to know that this shit didn't happen. I don't need the body, Miles Garrett. I know this shit didn't fucking happen. I hope you get suspended for the entire season next year. I know it ain't going to happen, but fuck you. You, Jason Garrett, the refs, all in the same motherfucking boat. Sending you to the fucking edge. Flat earth shit. Sending you to the edge. Let you motherfuckers fall off. Eddie Bravo, flat earth shit. One time I'm hoping you're right. Got the... uh, I was telling you how horrible my division is. Everybody uh, was so quick. So quick to to suck dick. It it amazes me sometimes. How... uh, How quick... And how, how, how um, some, some players just get instant love no matter what they do. The Carson Wentz's of the world. And other motherfuckers get hated on no matter how dope they are. The Dak Prescott's of the world. This dude, uh, uh, Daniel Jones, comes out you know, in preseason against scrubs, against uh, junior college teams. Throws a couple nice passes and they, they start anointing him the, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Um. They started calling him Danny Dimes. Where's Danny Dimes now? Huh? He had one good game to start and had a, had a, a miraculous comeback against the Bucks. And, they were, and Max Kellerman's on TV calling him the franchise. Danny Dimes turned into Danny Pesos real fucking quick. Uh, Danny Rubles real fucking quick. Danny Yen real fucking quick, didn't he? Danny ain't shit real fucking quick, huh? Motherfucker's trash. And if it wasn't for Dwayne Haskins being even more trash, he'd be the trashest motherfucker in the goddamn division. But this motherfucker, Dwayne Haskins, on some moron shit. You one and nine, homie. You got your second win. You got your first win despite playing like shit. And you out there taking selfies instead of out there taking the final snap and shit. Now, I know it ain't a big deal, but it kind of is. You're kind of a fuckboy. That kind of shit kind of makes you a fuckboy. Nobody wants to be a fuckboy. You want to be lumped in with the Jason Garretts and the referees of the NFL? Do you want to be lumped in with the Miles Garretts? Okay, you are. You in that boat now too. Headed to the edge of the flat motherfucking earth. Headed towards oblivion. We saved you a motherfucking seat. Dwayne Haskins, whack-ass motherfucker. And every time I see this dude on TV talking, I just think, this dude's like 13 years old. This dude got the mannerisms of a 13-year-old. Uh, a kid in a motherfucking candy shop type look. He don't take anything serious. He's out here smirking and shit like he, he don't understand the questions. Oh, where were you during the last nap? He, uh, I'm sorry, can you rephrase the question? Uh, you lost me. Dude's a fucking moron. Glad. And you know what? I forgot. There was a report this week that the fucking Giants have been talking about taking Jason Garrett as our head co- as their head coach when we fucking cut his ass. Do it. Do it. I dare you motherfuckers to do it. The only thing you could do to make your franchise worse is hiring Jason Garrett. I hope you do that. And keep J- uh, keep Danny Pesos on that motherfucker too. Keep Danny Pesos. You dumb fucks you. I'd have put Eli all, all the way the fuck back in uh, week week 6. This dude ain't tr- ain't shit. You you rolling with Dwayne Haskins? Put Keenum in. Fuck's wrong with you. This dude don't know what the fuck's going on. Fucking whole division is goddamn shambles. Uh, Kaepernick, man. Let's get into this shit, man. I, what the fuck do you make of this? Um, let me save this shit, homies. Let me save this shit. I I had to I had to take a lap. I had to make a, I had to make a lap. I had, I had to chill the fuck out, homies. Uh, I'm already, I'm 29 minutes into this shit, and my voice is gone. My my voice is leaving. Uh, I feel exhausted already. Uh, I'm sweating. It's, it's, it's 70 degrees. I'm sweating profusely in here. Uh, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm livid. I'm on a good one, homies. I, I just hit the vape pen. That shit ain't even touching me. 94% THC. Ain't touching this. It ain't happening. Too fucking fired up. Now let's get into this Kaepernick shit. All I'm going to say on this shit, because you can get into the the, 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 the the racial shit all you want about it. I don't I don't give a fuck about that shit. Um, all I'm going to say is that, uh, homies, if uh, if you ever need a job and you're going to a, j- a job interview, do not follow 
Colin Kaepernick's lead if you want the job. Don't do it. It won't end well for you. Um, Jason Garrett, when you're finally fired, don't don't go to your Giants interview and pull some Colin Kaepernick shit. Uh, ain't no, ain't nobody I know gonna go to a job interview uh, wearing Kunta Kente slave shit, um, yelling out their employer, calling them fucking cowards, and they're running. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna go, you know, get your interview at, at uh, you know the seasonal job at J.C. Penney's and roll up in there wearing wearing a, a fucking Kunta Kente shirt, yelling at J.C. Penney's, telling in you know the hiring manager uh, that they're a coward and they're too afraid to hire you and shit. It ain't, it ain't gonna work well for you. If you didn't want to play, you didn't have to play. That's fine. Nobody wanted you to. You, you didn't have to be in the NFL. I wanted you in the NFL. I've been over here saying Colin Kaepernick should be in the NFL, and I get it. You, 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 you have this, um, uh, this, this uh, cause that you that you you you're going that that is means so much to you. I get it, and I'm not saying you abandon that shit. But there's a time and a place, homeboy. Don't you think that your message would be even stronger? If you were out here balling every Sunday, even if you didn't bring that shit into the NFL, if you just did that shit off the field and you kept that separate from your NFL life, don't you think that would still be magnified if you were balling every fucking Sunday? We get it. We already know, Colin. He came out here wanting to, to, to emphasize that the NFL has blackballed him. We already knew that. that. That's already been established. Now what, Colin Kaepernick? You, you beating a dead horse at this point. We agree. Everyone agrees. You were blackballed. You know what the best way to even further solidify that point if you want to keep on beating that motherfucking horse? To make a team and ball out every Sunday. Could you imagine if this motherfucker came out like he did when he was in a, a fucking 49er uh, before he fell off when he was going to almost went to back-to-back Super Bowl. Should have gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. Should have won the Super Bowl. Uh, pass interference not called, which was 100% of pass interference in the back of the end zone. You imagine if you came out and did that every Sunday? What better way to prove that you were blackballed than the ball out? And everybody say, why the fuck hasn't this guy been in the league? He's doing this shit? How the fuck has he not been in the league? That's the best way to prove your motherfucking point, homie. If you if you go and you want a job, which you said you want it to be in the NFL, why would you go there and antagonize every motherfucker who can offer you a job and then play the fucking victim afterwards and be like, uh, no, no one's called him. No one's, uh, surprise, no one's called this motherfucker. The last minute, I, now listen, I get it, you know, they, they changed the, the, whatever they say, the, you know, the, the little form he was supposed to sign, it was some bullshit form, I'm sure you could have got that shit all out of the way before this shit. They didn't just hand you the form like an hour before this shit. You already had this, this, this little setup. You already had your little location set up before you even did this shit. And then you didn't tell nobody. You had 24 teams. Now, now granted, I'm sure some of them were, were, were just like assistants and shit. Uh, people who filled uh, Starbucks, Starbucks orders for teams and shit like that. I get it. Some of them weren't all real good. But you still had 24 representatives there. So you, you moved this shit to some fucking high school and, and, and six people show up. But at least you had your cameras. You, you, there's other ways to document something other than having your own cameras there. If you don't trust these motherfuckers, you don't trust the NFL, homie. Why the fuck are you trying to do business with the NFL? Why are you trying to be in the NFL if you don't trust them or like them or any part of them or want any part of them? Go play in the XFL, homie, and I mean that. Go play in the CFL. Go do it that way. But you don't, you, don't, you don't fucking show up to a motherfucking interview and talk shit to the motherfucking guy sitting across the, the table from you. He's interviewing you, asking you questions, and you over here fucking telling him you ain't shit. You ain't going to get a job that way, and then, then you want everybody to believe that you wanted to be in the NFL. No, you didn't. You just wanted to make another statement, and that's fine if that's what you wanted to do. Okay, but it's over. It's over, and you could have helped a lot of motherfucking teams. I'd still take him on the Cowboys instead of Cooper Rush as my backup. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm just saying it wasn't the smartest choice if you wanted a fucking job. Is it right or wrong? Should it be that way? Listen, we can't all live in, a, a, in the world that we wish existed. We have to live in the, in the world that actually does exist. And you motherfuckers, well, how is anything going to change? It's going to take a long time. And it ain't going to change right now. So I got to get in line right now. And I can still, I can still draw attention to my cause. You over here wanting a job... 
creating a ruckus, which is exactly why none of these motherfuckers wanted to give you a job. Some of these motherfuckers actually wanted to have a reason probably to bring you in. But they were afraid of all the hoopla you'd create, you create. And what do you do? Create hoopla. At a little tiny gathering at, at a fucking elementary school. And you think they're going to want to bring that aboard? It's not that these motherfuckers don't agree with you on, on the police brutality and all this shit. It's just that this isn't the place for that. They don't want their team being the platform for you. They don't want to alienate half of their fan base. 50% ride with them, 50%, 50% don't. They don't want to lose 50% of their motherfucking revenue. It's business, homie. It is. And you being in the NFL balling out every Sunday would bring a lot more attention to you and your cause than it would your little, your little five minutes of fame that you just had last weekend. That's it. That's the last of it. You, you, you sold it all out for, for a, a little workout in, in, in a fucking elementary school um, to yell at the NFL. All you had to do was just say, get in there and say, hey, man, I'm ready to fucking play. That's it. Call me. That's it. That's all you had to say. You, you shut the fuck up. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. And now there's been reports that nobody, nobody, zero minutes used on, on, on Colin Kaepernick's uh, a fucking phone plan. Zero data. There ain't nobody calling your ass. No messages. You have zero messages. Zero missed calls. Uh, I don't know how much of y'all you fuck with um, college football moving right along. This dude, uh, Tua Tavalova. Tagavalova. I can't say his name. Tua. Let's call him Tua. Quarterback for Alabama. Bad motherfucker. Um... Steve Young type, Lefty LaRue type motherfucker. I like lefties. I like the Mike Vicks. I like the Steve Youngs. You don't see them a lot. I think it gives you a, a different element to your game when you have a left-handed quarterback. Everything switched. That, that fucks with people. Trust me on that shit. The way you catch the ball, the types of plays you run, the blind side's different. The way they have to rush the, rush the quarterback is different. Everything's different with a left-handed quarterback. This dude's pretty bad, but homie got, homie got uh, blasted. Blasted. In a game against, first of all, these motherfucking Alabama, they play like two real games a year. The rest are like preseason games. They schedule, uh, they schedule games uh, like last weekend. They played a, a junior college team. I think to start the season, they played against three high school teams, and and they beat. They they play teams that they literally literally have fifty point spreads against, and then they lose the one game that matters, and they're pissed off that they're not in the fucking uh, championship talk. That they're not a top four team to make the playoffs. You shouldn't be. You're playing motherfucking scrubs out there. And in one of those scrubs, you're up 35 to nothing before halftime. And Tua's out there. And he gets fucking his ass dragged to the ground. And he's left there laying on the motherfucking field. He looked like like a fucking elderly Betty uh, who fell in the shower. One of the, the, the Life Alert commercials or some shit. Life alert homies had to come out. She hit the little button. Uh, Tua hit the little button around his neck, and the life alert homies came out there and, and fucking dragged his ass off the motherfucking field. You see him on that cart. He looked. He looked. Uh, he looked pathetic, man. He. They just left his ass all crumpled in the fetal position in that cart. They drove that shit all slow and shit. They were like parading him around like it was a Macy's Day parade, a uh, fucking float or some shit. Like, like they were ticker taping, they were just fucking waving at the people and shit while Tua, uh, like while Tua's just laying there, uh, broken, in pieces, literally. Homie just looked looked fucking sad. It was like on some, uh, he looked like some an elderly abuse victim or some shit. Like homie was wearing slippers and fell down the stairs or fell in the shower or some shit for real. I mean, it looked bad, shriveled and frail. Probably should have no. He definitely shit his pants. You know damn well he shit his pants. Homie broke his fucking hip. He shit his pants. 100%. Feces in the pants. Crumpled in the fetal position. Just thrown in the back of a fucking cart. They go three miles an hour out of the motherfucking stadium. Let everybody get a good look at him like he's a fucking pope or some shit. I, it, it was bad. That's, that's the number one draft pick right there. Was going to be the number one draft pick. That's a Bo Jackson injury. That's the shit that ended Bo Jackson's career. Bo Jackson was the baddest motherfucker ever period in in baseball and football and ever that's the baddest motherfucking athlete ever Herschel Walker was a bad motherfucker too but this dude 
Bo played two sports, and his shit was cut super, super short because of a hip injury just like this shit. Blew out his motherfucking hip. Never played again. And now here's Tua. Had hip surgery. That's a bad fucking injury. That's a real bad injury. And they left this motherfucker uh, in, in shambles on, on the fucking cart and just like fucking paraded him around and shit. I was like, God damn, get out of here. Step on it, homies. Show some dignity. Put a, put a fucking towel over his motherfucking face. So we'll see what happens now with with the with, with uh, the the NFL draft. Who the fuck wants to take Tua now? I mean, I'll probably take a you know if I'm the Bears, I, I'd take Tua. I mean, you're not gonna have the number one draft pick, but I'd take a, a fucking elderly abused uh, Tua over a fucking Mitch the bitch Trubisky any fucking day. That dude is on some some fucking super trash shit. Super trash. Been telling y'all. Been telling y'all since. Been telling y'all. Um, Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson, Lamar, <laughs> Mike, he looked like Michael Jackson last night, the way he was dancing all over the motherfucking field on them bitch-ass Rams, that motherfucker is wild, homie's off the leash shitting on lawns, for real, Lamar Jackson is the truth, he looked, he looked downright pathetic last year in that, that uh, playoff game against the Chargers, he had three completions with like six minutes left in the game. And then he went on some like crazy ass little. He made it close at the end. He went on some crazy ass little. He started throwing the ball pretty well. It was weird. But since that moment this dude has made leaps and bounds. Like you cannot stop him. I don't understand. There's no way to stop. Not only his rushing. But but the other two dudes. Uh, the Mark Ingram and the other homie. The Edwards or whoever the other dude was last night. They were all running it down these motherfuckers throat. The Rams, um, the Rams are trash anyways. With all those names and shit. They trash. But these dudes were killing him. He was 15 to 20 passing. At one point, he was like 10 for 10 with five touchdowns. I mean, it was embarrassing out there. Lamar has just changed the whole. He's easily the MVP. A couple weeks ago, I was saying it was it, it, it was uh, Russ Wilson. Nah, get the fuck up out of here, Duke. You look like trash last week against the Eagles. You let them motherfuckers hang around way too much. Like a fucking turd you can't shake off. Bouncing up and down on the toilet seat and shit. You just let them hang on. Lamar Jackson is the motherfucking is the motherfucking MVP. It's done. It's a wrap. Mahomes ain't shit no more. All of a sudden, he ain't shit. Uh, Chiefs ain't shit. They don't got a defense. Who's going to stop this shit? That whack-ass Patriots team that I saw play the Cowboys that couldn't put that trash-ass Cowboys team away? Nah, they ain't doing shit. Even if it goes to 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 to, do, to New England. Ain't, nothing happened. <laughs> ain't happening. What else do we got? Moving right the fuck along, man. I, I'm I'm probably forgetting something. Um, y'all seen this shit about the Astros? These motherfuckers taking a a, a page out of uh, out of Bill Belichick's fucking book, out of the Patriots book. These dudes been cheating since been cheating, <laughs> and they caught. I don't know how they thought they wouldn't get caught, but they basically won a World Series by cheating, by by spying on, on home games. They had a camera set up and zoomed in on the on the pitcher. I mean, on the catcher, stealing their signs. And then you could you could hear in the video that they would relay these. Signs. I don't know how they did it, but they were relaying what was being called into the dugout. And a guy in the dugout was sitting next to an overturned trash can and would hit the trash can. He would hit it twice if it was an off-speed pitch. Anything other than a fastball. He wouldn't say, he, they wouldn't do anything if it was a fastball. And actually, there's a video on YouTube. You should check it out. And at one time, this pitcher that's playing in, in Astro Stadium realizes that these motherfuckers are hitting this shit every time he's throwing a curveball or a changeup. And he has to call the pitcher over, and you could read his lips. He's like, they know what the fuck I'm throwing. They've been stealing these signs. If you look at it, their, their home record... Versus their away record, their batting averages at home versus their batting averages away. In the in the ALC, ALCS that year, they played the Yankees. The Yankees were the better team. They should have gone to the World Series that year. They got robbed because they lost two close games at, at Astros. At Astros to start it, they went to New York for three games, and New York beat their ass. Like 8 nothing, 8 nothing, 5 nothing. Like motherfuckers couldn't hit shit. They went back to, to Houston for the last two games of that series Lo and behold, Houston won both of those games. And then went on to win the World Series against the Dodgers. That's some shit. I want the death penalty. I want these motherfucker, motherfuckers exiled. Make them play in... in, in they, they're gone from Houston. Move them. Move the team. Move the franchise. Move them to fucking uh, Uganda or some shit. Move them to South America. Move them to, to fucking Canada. 
They can't play in Houston no more. I want I want the death sentence, the death penalty. You cheated to a fucking World Series? And you expect me not to believe that you haven't been doing it this whole time? Won 107 games this year? Nah, nah. We ain't buying that shit. That's, that's, that's some fucked up shit. Throw the fucking book at them. That's some super cheating shit. Now, listen, I played baseball for a long time. I used to steal signs. We all used to steal signs. You're allowed to steal signs. You should be stealing signs, but not with fucking cameras. Anytime we had somebody on second base, we would be stealing the signs. And you put one hand on your head. You put two hands in, in front of you while you were leading off. That was a curveball. If it was fastball, we'd hold one hand off to the right, like we were pointing to the third base coach. And that would be a fastball. Two hands in front for a curveball. If you could get it from the dugout, you could get it from the dugout. We didn't have binoculars. We didn't have iPhones zoomed into a homeboy's crotch and shit, stealing the signs. That, that's too far, homie. That's cheating. That's some, that's some Patriots before the Super Bowl filming the fucking practices, stealing their fucking plays, knowing exactly what's coming. The Patriots should have been exiled too, a long time ago. Send their ass to, to, to fucking Switzerland or some shit. Make them fucking play out there. Fucking crazy, cheating in the fucking World Series. Fuck the Astros. What else do we got? A uh, little bit, little bit of fight talk. We, uh, not a lot of fights lately, man. It's cra- it's crazy. I guess with the uh, with Thanksgiving and all that shit, there's really no there's really no uh, fight cards coming up. There was some news. Nick Diaz took a he got butt hurt, homies. He got butt hurt that that. Uh, that his, his little brother Nate got got smoked by Masvidal, and he wants to fight Masvidal, and I'm fucking all for it. I've been waiting for Nick Diaz to get back his ass back in the cage for a long time. One of the fights I want to see more than anything is him versus Nate uh, Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler too. If you remember that old school ass fight where uh, Nick knocked uh, Lawler out with that overhand like right hook, classic shit. Classic shit. That was a fucking fight. And I've been waiting for that rematch for a long time. When Nick was back in the UFC, I don't know why it didn't happen. But if this is going to get Nick out of retirement, he wants to avenge his brother's loss. I'm all for it. I don't know what he would look like coming back. I would have to give it to Masvidal. You're going to always go with the with the active fighter. Um, I told y'all Masvidal was going to smoke, walk through Nate, and that's exactly what he did. He did all but finish him. Well, he did kind of finish him. He, you know, Dr. Stoppage is a finish. It's a TKO. I thought it would happen in the second round. TKO happened in the third round. And I would have to assume uh, this would probably be uh, a more of the same, but Nick is a, he's a thicker dude. He's a bigger dude. Uh, more suited for 170 pounds. He used to fight at 185 um, in strike force. And uh, did he fight in Bellator? I think he fought in Bellator. Definitely strike force before it became part of the UFC. Uh, lead XC back in the day, he fought at 185 pounds too. I remember he fought that Chung Lee dude um, at 185 pounds. He fought a lot of people at 185 pounds. So it would be an interesting fight. You know, I'm sure homeboy's been staying staying in shape. You ain't calling out that killer Jorge Masvidal if you haven't been, you know, training and shit. And, and that's their life is training and fighting and shit. So I, I have no doubt that he'd be in shape and ready to go. But it's a big deal, you know, when you haven't... You, I mean, it's been like five fucking years. I mean, the last time I remember him, he fought GSP was... The last time after he beat BJ Penn's ass, BJ Penn, you know where he's getting duffed out in the streets. He he's he's in he's in back alleys of Buca de Beppo getting into street fights, getting knocked out. So that win, you know, means absolutely nothing now. Um, so I I don't know, but I you know just like I said for the for the Nate versus Masvidal it was going to be a hell of a um of a, a show you know, leading up to it and, and the, the extravagance of the actual show like uh, like McGregor versus uh, Mayweather was. All for that. I don't know how competitive that fight is, but I for sure want to see it. And if he comes back for that, give me the Lawler fight. If he looks good, give me that Lawler fight. I'd rather see him fight Robbie Lawler. That would be the shit, a throwback type of fight. Um, they say Floyd Mayweather, speaking of Mayweather, he's coming out of retirement, you know, talking him and him and uh, Dana White talking about him coming out of retirement. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he's going to be boxing and they're going to promote it together or if he's if he's actually going to try some kickboxing or UFC. I don't know, man. If he's coming to fight so anything other than boxing, Dana, call your boy Gecko. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I've been telling y'all. I'm the motherfucking guy. I'll beat his ass. I'll beat his ass. You give us, you know, kickboxing rules, MMA rules, it's a done fucking deal. I'm kicking this motherfucker in his head. I'm kicking him all over the motherfucking place. I'm picking him up. I'm dumping him on his head, and I'm taking that that fucking neck. Easy. Easy. Light work. 
Guarantee that shit. Guarantee that shit. We had uh, Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. Ruiz. No, Ruiz is the other guy. Ortiz. I'm getting them all mixed up. Luis Ortiz. I was right. Luis Ortiz comes out, did exactly what I thought he was going to do, outbox him. I picked Wilder. I don't think I put it on wax, but I did pick Wilder. But I did think he was going to get boxed up. And it's just, it's crazy. Like, homeboy Wilder got lost seven straight rounds. He was losing that seventh round. He, he, it was literally six to nothing going into that round. Um, I think one person gave him a, a pity round. And it was five to one on his scorecard. A, a fucking pity round. Um, he literally, land, I didn't count any punches landed for Deontay Wilder up until that point. But the problem with Deontay Wilder is, for people fighting him, is you can land 200 punches. You can land 300 punches on homeboy. He's got a hell of a chin, number one. And number two, all he has to do is land one. And he did it again. He throws, you know, a lot of times he gets into this these wild exchanges where he's just throwing these overhand, real long, looping punches. Um, this time, he, he, he kept it nice and short, one, two, down the pipe. Uh, looked, lo- looked technical. The way he threw it. And he very rarely looks technical, but he looked technical as hell putting that. He just put that little jab hand out there just to, to kind of get a reaction from him. And then just sent that right hand down the pipe. It knocked the motherfucking sweat out of his head. You see that shit? And I, like the whole crowd in the first row was fucking drenched in homeboy's sweat. He just knocked that shit right out of his head. Homeboy crumpled to the ground and that was it. That was it. They could have waved him off right like that. It came out of nowhere. Just a one-two done. Just like that. After getting it completely boxed up. Just like he did against Flurry. A Fury. I don't know who to take in that second one, man. I picked Fury in the first one. I thought he won 10 rounds to two. Uh, two 10-8 rounds, though, for Wilder because he did drop him twice in that last one. In that last round with like a mi- two minutes left, you're like, oh, my God, he did it again. And somehow the most amazing thing I've ever seen in boxing was Tyson Fury getting up from that fucking knockdown. He got knocked out. And while he was knocked out, falling to the ground unconscious, he got blasted again. His unconsciousness got knocked out unconscious. Like, for really real. And he was dead. He was in the classic uh, the classic uh, body chalk outline, crime scene outline. Out. Outskis. And then he just rose up like the Undertaker. I'm telling you, someday there's going to be a documentary on Netflix or a 30 for 30 called He Got Up. And it's going to be all about the story of how Tyson Fury... Got the fuck up. It's going to be called He Got Up. Because that's where I was going. He was like, he got up? How the fuck did he get up? But he made it to the bell. Not only that, Fury got up and started doing work, son. He started. He got right back on his boat, on, on his bike and started pedaling around that ring and started pumping them jabs and got back in it. But, man, I don't know, man. I don't know who to take on this shit because it's just one and done. He touches you one time. It's impossible to go an entire fight without making one mistake. And if you make that one mistake, Wilder will finish you. Will finish you. And you're never the same after getting knocked down like that. So I'm going to reserve my my pick. I'm leaning towards Fury. I'm leaning towards, towards Fury right now just because, you know, God, he was two minutes away. Without that last knockdown, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blowout. I don't know how it was a, a draw anyways, even with those two knockdowns, even 10-8 rounds. I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess a couple of the rounds were not that um, – wasn't a whole lot of action. So you, they probably could have gone either way. I didn't really think so, but, you know, whatever. We're going to get another fight, and um, that, that's going to be some crazy-ass shit. Um, what else did we have? We have Tony Ferguson for Khabib scheduled for the sixth time. Sixth time. In April, um, that's, you know, six months away. I don't even know. Six months away, that's way too long for somebody. Somebody's going to drop that fight. So all the people talking about Khabib and Tony, Khabib and turn, Tony is scheduled again. No, it's not. Then That fight's not. I'm telling you right now, that fight is not going to happen. You're going to have to have, like, uh, somebody, one of the two. They both taking turns getting hurt and dropping the fight each time it's been scheduled. Um, you know, Tony Ferguson was... Uh, you know, scheduled to fight him, and he decided to, he wears his sunglasses at night, so he can't, I don't know the name, how the rest of the song goes, but he was rocking his sunglasses indoors, and he tripped over a wire and blew his fucking knee out the side of his fucking leg, and uh, that was one time it ended, uh, Khabib caught uh, the sniffles one time and dropped a fucking fight, um, it, it, literally five times the, f- the fight has been on and, and canceled, so uh, with six months to go before that fight, I'm gonna go ahead and take the the odds. If you know, I'm sure Vegas has it somewhere. Um, 
the odds of this fight actually not happening in April as it's scheduled to. Um, but the next big fight, I think, is in until December 14th, which is uh, Kamaru Usman versus Covington. Now, that shit is a... I know there's one this weekend or next weekend, December 7th, the weekend before. And it's some bullshit. Um, it's Overeem versus some other dude. Um, but after that, that other card is, is fucking fire. That Kobe Covington fi- uh, card is fucking fire, homies. Uh, we'll get into that when we're a little bit closer. Um, what the fuck else? I mean, that that's fucking it, man. I, I, I just went out. Yeah, you know what? little hip-hop news before I go. Um, this dude, Kanye West, man, he, he's, he, he does, he's doing it again. He, he's, he's just not, he's not content with just, you know, keeping his craziness. And, and he's basically a virus now. He, he, he's an illness. He's a cancer that just spreads. And he's not, he can't just, you know, let himself be quarantined and him be the only person who suffers from this disease and let it die out. No, he has to go out and infect humanity with this shit. He has to affect other people, and he's doing it to another all-time great person. Now, last podcast, I told y'all, he put out the worst album in the history of hip-hop music by a, a major artist. I'm sure there's plenty of, of lower-level artists who have put out worse albums, um, but from, like, major, major artists, this is the worst shit I ever heard in my life. Um, he's singing about Chick-fil-A um, and, and, and Jesus this, Jesus that, Jesus, you know, shines his cum on my face, this, rubs, rubs it in, all this nonsense about fucking... Um, it re- really reminded me of that South Park uh, episode where um, Cartman starts a, a gospel band and all his songs are literally like that where he's like, Jesus shine his load on my face and all this shit and the people eat it up and he you know goes platinum or some shit, tries to go platinum. That's what this dude's doing. I mean, it's crazy. But now, he's infected Dr. Dre. Dr. fucking Dre. I saw these motherfuckers. I saw Dr. Dre post it. Him and Kanye in the studio, and it said, Jesus, what, what is it? What was the name of the shit? Jesus is King 2, part 2. He's doing a sequel to the worst album ever fucking made. Now, if you had the worst movie every fucking made, you wouldn't make another movie, a sequel to it. Nobody wants to see it. But on top of that, what are you going to have, like, fucking detox beat? You're going to have chronic beats with this motherfucker singing about uh, Jesus and Mary and fucking Moses splitting the Red Sea and shit? Is, is that what the fuck? Is that what we're going, Dr. Dre? We can't just get a motherfucking another chronic album? We can't just get detox, maybe? You have to go and do this Jesus is King shit. You have to let this motherfucker come in here and infect you. Stick you with a needle. Stick you with a motherfucking Kanye West cancer needle. And now you on board with this shit? This is some bullshit. I'd, I'd rather be stabbed with the fucking Easy e needle than this shit. To be honest with you. Than have to listen to this shit. That's real. I mean that shit from the bottom of these nuts. Jesus is King Part 2. I hope that was all some bullshit. I hope they were all just in a, in a studio together talking and homie was just trolling uh, under the Coronado Bridge, under the fucking uh, L.A. Bridge, whatever they fuck they got. They were just trolling and hanging out. And, and, and I hope that shit isn't real. Um, some big albums coming up, though. Um, on, on this Friday. On this Friday, we have The Game. Born to Rap, that shit's coming out. And the homie, my man, my mellow, my man. My mellow, my man, my man, my mellow Ritz coming out with a new album. Uh, first time off of Strange Music now on, on his own record label. Uh, we'll see how that is. Um, if you haven't caught up on the two Yellow Wolf albums this year, Trunk Music 3 came out in the summer. He just dropped a couple weeks ago. Ghetto Cowboy, get your motherfucking ass up and her up on that shit. Quit fucking around. I seen the Grammys. I seen the, the, the Album of the Year nominations. They got like fucking Drake. I didn't even know he did a... A fucking album. They have uh, Meek fucking Mill. They have, I don't even know who the fuck these people are. They, mumble rap extraordinaires up the ass. Trunk Music 3 and uh, Ghetto Cowboy are by far the two best albums put out this year. By far. Yellow Wolf should have two of those spots for album of the year. And, and you got fucking Meek fucking Mill. What the fuck? I didn't even know he still made music. I thought he was still in jail doing a, a fucking massage, 
POV, uh, Tube Galore, Wank Off videos with Robert Kraft or some shit. Wasn't he doing some shit with Robert Kraft? Weren't they hanging out in the fucking massage parlor together or some shit? He got him out of jail, fucking rappelled down the fucking uh, ceiling like Mission Impossible and like broke his ass out or some shit like that. Fuck it. When did he put out a fucking album that anybody gave a fuck about? I'm sorry, man. I, I, I've been super cantankerous today. I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been wild today. I, I, my, my throat hurts. It's itchy. It's scratchy now. Um, I, I just feel... I just, I'm just angry now. You know, I, 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 blame Jason Garrett. Blame Jason Garrett. That's it. Blame the fucking refs. Y'all, y'all sit here and say, oh, the refs really won. Uh, really, really took your shit away. Uh, yeah, I'm going full circle. I'm bringing it back to the D-boys, homies. Uh, oh, you didn't have plenty of opportunities. Yeah, both teams had plenty of opportunities, but it came down to that fucking play. Despite all that, they still had a chance to win the game, and it was fucking stolen from them. And, by, and that Amari Cooper catch, that was a catch. Just like Dez was a catch, that was a fucking catch. He had his arms around the fucking ball. The, the ground did not help him control the ball. It was already controlled before the ball touched the ground. That was a fucking catch too. So even despite that, Dak completed a fucking first down. Had two first downs in that last drive taken away from him. Tripping penalty. You got to stick your leg out, homie. You got to make a fucking kicking motion. You got you to gotta actually try to trip somebody. You can't just be uh, trying to block and moving your feet. You got to call a tripping penalty on every motherfucking play that somebody falls to the ground then, NFL. And they came back and said, oh, oh you were right, Dallas. Those, both of those tripping penalties, uh, they, they were wrong. Now what? What does that do for us? We get a participation trophy now? How about we redo the game? How about instead of you admitting that you're wrong, you fire those motherfuckers who made that call? They need to put them motherfuckers up on the stand uh, and, and do conference uh, press conferences after the, after the game. You got these motherfuckers who, uh, Miles Garrett cracking motherfuckers upside the head and, and, and Mason Rudolph and his little six minutes of fame and they have to go on the fucking stand and, and, and be grilled. Why don't these motherfuckers who are out here, they're just as big a part of the game now as the players are. They're bigger than, some of the, than most of these players are. These refs have interjected themselves in every single game. They decide these games. They're bigger than the players now. So give them the, the fucking attention that they're so crave. Put them on the motherfucking press conference stand and grill them. Show them the instant replay of this fuckery that they called. And explain to me, sir, how the fuck this was a trip. Homeboy falling by himself with nobody around him. Explain me how. And you're standing two feet away from him and throw a flag. How did that happen? Make them answer some fucking questions. Fucking ridiculous. Tripping penalties. Season's over. What do, what do you fucking want from me? This is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. I'll be back. Uh, if, the Cowboys, if the Cowboys do um, lose this Thursday, um, then fuck your Thanksgiving. Everybody listening to this shit, fuck your Thanksgiving. I don't give a fuck about your Thanksgiving. I hope somebody um, pisses in your stuffing, shits in your mashed potatoes, fuck your cranberry sauce, fuck all that shit. If we win, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Um, make sure you get a little bit of that ham with the pineapples on there. That shit's always the best. A little little brown sugar pineapple, little topping. That shit's always, you got to get yourself a little bit of that, that, that pumpkin pie. Get yourself some yams, some of that sweet potato, the green bean casserole, all that good shit. But uh, if the Cowboys lose, fuck everybody. Fuck you. Um, fuck you. Uh, you're cool. Uh, but fuck you. I'm out. Whiskey Sick Podcast, motherfucker. An hour late, fuck, I think the power stayed Off a dug a shallow grave, maybe now the sour taste Left behind can now relate, pupils now can dilate I feel it now, it's coming how Can I look in your eyes knowing I just lied to you I told you things would be okay and I would like you to Forgive me cause I'm having doubts and I might have to choose A different route cause I'm about to slap a motherfucker now I told you once, won't say again, I'm not the one You wanna go and fuck me when there's no place you can run there's no place you can hide tonight, not even where you're from I got the knot, I swear to God, I'll slap a motherfucker now
Woke up, wish I never did. Now I'm about to catch a bid for life, and I know I'll probably die slow. Choking on pride that I won't swallow and follow the road. Traveled and raveled the most. Handled to stand up in toast. Bottles and followed, I'm ghost. Hollow, no sorrow, I'm dope. Highs and burger grips, the bitch. This is the shit that I'm on. Hit the switch and I'm gone. Since the lift to the throne, bitch, you wish you could zone. Man to man, you can't withstand, you can't handle me, homie. The fuck you gon' do now? It's up to you, so choose how. World star, the proof's out. You could be the newfound. Debo, knock the fuck out. Make trucks bounce when sugar rides through like two live crew with a new rival. Too soon, I knew that was too far to park because you can't walk. A block while in my fucking shoes. We'll talk shit, just got ugly. Ooh, wee, that shit goes hard. Believe it's no holds barred. I feel it now. It's coming how? Can I look in your eyes knowing I just lied to you? I told you things would be okay and I would like you to Forgive me cause I'm having doubts and I might have to choose A different route cause I'm about to slap a motherfucker now I told you once, won't say again I'm not the one You wanna go and fuck me when there's no place you can run There's no place you can hide tonight, not even where you're from I got the knot, I swear to God I'll slap a motherfucker now Against the ropes, I golly, finally go for broken Oddly made some change, I know I'll probably pay my dues in full And I'll be out this bitch And up in yours, so fuck you all These dreams, they seem to come alive But when I reach, they run and hide I bet they plead and wonder why I never sleep Undisguised Skies as days that fade to night The moment I show no remorse The doors as close as 40 floors to the top Shorty, adore you, but God a switch will prince the ditch before they bore me with plots, theories, you feel me? I'm not, fleeing the scenes, beating the heater stored in the gut, forsaken surveillance tape, I may have saved and forgot, to break when they knock, fucking, I'm taking a shot, cock, take aim with the dot, boxed up, then it's locked, forever, ever, forever, ever, you feel it now, it's coming how? Can I look in your eyes knowing I just lied to you? I told you things would be okay and I would like you to Forgive me cause I'm having doubts and I might have to choose A different route cause I'm about to slap a motherfucker now I told you once, won't say again, I'm not the one You wanna go and fuck me when there's no place you can run There's no place you can hide the night, not even where you're from I got the knot, I swear to God, I'll slap a motherfucker now You and I both know that you don't want it, you don't ride you gon' see me when you see me, you gon' hide